The Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 156. How to be a creative communicator by using social media to grow a network in the sports industry. Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. This week, I'll be sharing with you an individual podcast episode. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you the best sports career guidance so your sports career ambition can be a reality. I really do hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Very recently, I've been doing quite a lot of webinars, and I did one with a very good friend of mine, Dear Salah, and he's He's involved in business development and also he's a sports educator at Sports Radar. And Dear contacted me out the blue going, Ed, I've done two phone calls, taken about two hours of my time, which I don't mind doing, about helping some friends of mine start a career in the sports industry. And I went, right, let's do this as a webinar topic. So we did a webinar a couple of weeks ago about how to do a career change in the sports industry with confidence. And also very recent, I know a lot of people who find it very difficult to grow a network in the sports industry and how is it done. So what I've done with regards to this episode is I'm sharing you a little clip from the webinar, which really explains the reality of building a network in the sports industry and how and I have managed to build such a strong relationship on social media and staying in touch through WhatsApp of how we've created sort of opportunities for ourselves in the sports industry. And that's by just being mindful, connecting with people in a great way, being professional, following up and just seeing how people are doing in the sports industry. It's amazing by just showing a bit of curiosity what other people are doing in the sports industry can really help you forge really powerful conversations which lead to growing a network in the sports industry so all I was going to say here here's a few tips with regards to this episode tip number one I recommend you trying to listen to this podcast episode whilst watching the blog post reading the blog post relating to this episode because I'll be sharing two slides in the blog post which relate really well to this webinar clip so if you go to education2sport.com forward slash EP156. That's the link to the blog post relating to this episode where I share two slides which really relate to how DNI managed to forge a great professional relationship from 2017 to today's current date. And just bear in mind, we have not met each other in person. We've built this fantastic you know, relationship through social media. So it'll be helpful if you saw that. And also, you know, with regards to this topic, I want you also to be very open-minded and really do a good bit of self-evaluation in how you can improve your communication skills and how you can learn from Dia with regards to what he does in the sports industry with regards to building a network in a very authentic way because that's how you grow. You know, I want this episode to be a tool for you to apply yourself in how you can grow your network. So on that note, 
I, again, I recommend you checking out the blog post. There will also be a link where you can access the full webinar if you choose. It's free to watch, and I hope you find that helpful as well. Honestly, I learned a lot myself during the process of doing that webinar with Dia. And on that note, here we go. Here is the clip relating to our webinar. Have a listen and enjoy. I wasn't going to show Dia this slide, but I wanted him to make sure he was comfortable with today's webinar. But I wanted to explain to you, <laughs> we've been talking about this a lot, about oh my God. building a network, building good communication skills, having the ability to build that meaningful network over a period of time. Like Dear said, a great example with James, you know, that took him eight years. Now, I'm going to decode my meaningful professional relationship with dear Salem. We've kept in great touch, not just in the sports industry. I won't go in depth, dear, but also family as well. You know, I've gone right in depth. So I'm going to go through this now. Back in 2017, I had this idea with Education 2 Sport. I've just started my podcast show and I met a guy called Alan. So this is on the left-hand side. And I had a, actually a Skype call with him for two hours about my vision with Education 2 Sport before where it is now. And he goes, you've got to check out Dia. And actually, I think you commented on Alan's post. Okay. And I checked out Dia and I sent, so I sent him an email, um, my podcast show. And literally, um, he said, yes, we had a great conversation about, let's have a read here. Yeah, how to apply a FIFA diploma in the football industry. And ever since then, it just grew. And to be far more grateful more than Dia may ever think, because Dia just kept on going, Ed, you've got to, you've got to, interview this guy Dan Abrahams and I'm like who's he and I checked him out and this is how network grows and I, I looked him up going wow um so I Dan, interviewed Dan Dan, Dan Abraham sorry Ed Dan, Again, on. Dan was the uh the psychologist of Tottenham Football Club yeah I don't like Tottenham very much but again <laughs> uh, I like Dan uh, he 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 did a lot of uh psychological work with the players and he was he was the guy that was um that helped Emmanuel Adibayor come back after his uh, Carlton Cole. Carlton Cole. He and he worked in rugby, and he's a very, very important contact. I mean, again, I mean, like Ed, I, I'm I'm very flattered with the slides that you put, Ed. Thank you. Let but, me carry on with the slides because let me carry on. on, and you can comment afterwards. Literally, so going back with my uh, nice introduction from Dear, I, I interviewed Dan Abrahams, and it was an amazing podcast, worth a listen. And I just said to myself, right, I've got to thank Dear because he he always provides me value going, Ed, you've got to interview this person, you've got to interview this person. So what I did, we, we always kept in contact on WhatsApp and it, we, we were having more little calls. I'm just trying to give you the like behind the scenes, everybody. We'll, we'll catch you up. I think Dear changed his roles a few times through the last couple of years. Things have changed. You know, my, I've changed with my pivoting of education to sport. But what I kept on doing was I knew I had to thank Dear and I, I don't know if you remember this Christmas present, but I, I sent him. I knew his one of his sons enjoys a. He's a goalkeeper, and I sent him this package, and and I, I just knew oh, it had to amazing. be done because at the time, everybody like Dear was providing me so much value, and I'm like, I only got to give something back here. I've got to give something back to for my appreciation. So I sent him this Christmas pack. Knew a bit more about his kids and their enthusiasm to football, and ever since, like I'm moving along the timeline now, we always comment each on, on each other on our great work. And that's the simplest thing you can do. And I mean, you've got to be meaningful comments. You know, it could be short, but it's got to be to the point. And, you know, I did like this little ebook with like 30 great tips. And one of them was dear about volunteering. I sent it to him and go, look, what do you think? And, and, he, and he loved it. He loved this little booklet of packs, which you can get everybody. But I'm not here trying to get you to get the pack. I'm just trying to, trying to explain 
that we're, we're always helping each other out. It's not costing us anything. It is our time. But honestly, we've had some fantastic laughs. Like it was Dia's birthday a couple of weeks ago and I had to send in like this personal video. Like this is the key, but I'm sharing this story for a reason because Dia said an important point. There is a balance I still want between... to find out how you... Uh... <laughs> no, you will never know. But for the listeners, there's a balance between social, like like having fun and then the professional side. So I'm giving you two stories. The, the story of... Here's this booklet I made. I've featured you in it. Love the work you're doing. Like when Deer goes around Dubai in the Middle East with all his um, his sort of like miniature workshops, I always praise him because he's doing the hustle. He's doing the reps in his work. But then on the other side with his birthday, I was involved in that as well. And we found that happy medium. As Deer said earlier, it's finding that fine line. I don't want to over overanalyze it, but sometimes it can be misinterpreted. So this is how we've built a meaningful professional relationship from the last, you know, two come up three years. And it's just being mindful. It's just being, you know, supportive. It's staying in contact, you know, and just letting things unravel naturally. But I wanted to share you this because you're thinking everybody, well, OK, Ed, you've got a great relationship with uh, Dear. How has that grown our network? Now, here are just a few. But this is how it grew. Alan, myself, met Dear. Dear, I connected with Dan Abrahams. Uh, there was a message on WhatsApp where a guy called Brian Wasella contacted Dia and Dia let me know, going, this guy, um, contact me about our podcast. And then uh, Saad Farouk, who I've interviewed as well. And this is just a little snapshot. There are more people I could add. Alistair McCaw, you know, the people who, the person who wrote the book, you know, but what I'm saying is this is how you grow a network. And please give me a smiley face, everybody in the chat, if this makes sense. If it doesn't, please comment and I'll try and explain it better because as Dia said, there is no manual. There is no manual to building a network. What it, where there is a manual is how you can communicate effectively, how you can be yourself, being polite, being persistent, being patient at the same time. And I'm going to go back a slide so you can fill in any gaps, dear, because I want you to see your perspective. But this is my perspective. Hopefully, I'm going to give the mic to dear. But everybody in the chat, if you have any questions, let me know, because we want to help you here today. Our, go our goal is to provide you confidence with your career change in the sports industry, if that's yeah. what you want to do. Like, dear, I've left it to you. Like, like Osama just commented right now, emotional intelligence is very important. And of course, you know, it's about... It's about, you know, that, that connection, that, that, like you said, there is no manual, okay? Yeah, there's a lot of examples, and I mean, I, I prefer that we always look at the case studies or, or look at the reality studies that we have around us, you know? Um, learning from our experiences, from people's experiences. Today, you might find something that, oh, you know what? I think if I do it on this way, maybe it will turn out in a better way, you know? But again, it comes down to your, it, like I said, if there's a will, there's a way, and I, I totally believe this, you know? Again, some places it might take a little bit longer. Sometimes it's, a, you know, you're in a position where it could take a couple of hours if you're lucky, you know. But you just got to keep on trying, you know, and maintain like that network. Like I'm very flattered with that slide that you have right now. And yeah, I mean, if you look at that slide, there's people from all over the world, you know. Uh, Dane Abraham, uh, Sayed Farouk, Brian, um, Sayed Farouk, of course, you guys, uh, I don't know if you know, he, he used to be the deputy IT manager in Manchester United, uh, one of the biggest clubs in the world, you know. And then uh, Alan, on the, Alan Seymour on the other side, I mean, I've never met Alan and, until today. Unfortunately, I haven't met Ed face to face, but it shows you guys, you know, what social media, how, how we took the, the positive part of the social media, you know, and we got in touch. And uh, 
Alan again. I've done a couple of conferences with him, and um, he's very passionate about what he's doing as well. And he put me in touch with Ed, and 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 that's just how it goes, you know. You just need to be very focused, guys, on exactly where do you want to go, and how you get there. You know, I know how you get there is not the easiest part, but again, we're always here for advice to 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 tell you how to adapt and 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 get into that 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 place where you want to. And again, it will it will take a little bit of time. But, you know, as long as you have good initiatives and good intentions, you know, you know, things are going to run in, in, in a good way. Now, there we go. There's that clip with regards to the webinar. Now, I want to put you on the spot now. I want a bit of in interaction with you. I want you to think a little bit during this podcast episode. That's the purpose of these type of individual shows. Out of 10, how helpful was that little clip? What did you learn the most from that clip? Let me know on Twitter at edbowers101 what's the biggest learning lesson from this clip. Because honestly, I find this subject like networking quite a hard one to teach because when people think of networking, they think of big, large events, exchanging business cards. But actually, networking and building meaningful you know, conversation is all about creating a support system for yourself during your whole career journey. And hopefully, dear would agree of what I've just said then because... Honestly, that's how Dee and I have grown our network. We've honestly sort of grown it together with the conversations we've had by staying in contact, being mindful of our work, supporting each other throughout the last couple of years. So look, I don't want to really repeat what Dee was saying, but I want to highlight a few areas, which is really important, especially if there's people listening to this who literally may have nobody in their network currently with regards to the sports industry. So a tip I'll give is be really proactive put yourself out there and focus on creating that one conversation so for example relating to the clip i created that one conversation with alan with that skype call which led a domino effect to connect with dear and when you start building that one conversation you start building that domino effect of connecting with other people because people want to help you but as long as you are proactive, as long as you're creative with your communication methods, as long as you're polite, patient and persistent, you will get there in the long run. And also don't think of networking as like a to-do list job, right? It's a habit. It's a success habit. Because without a doubt, the one thing I've learned about interviewing over 150 sports industry professionals on the podcast show is there are two qualities you need. You need effective communication and you need to be networking literally weekly of just following up with people praising people of the work they're doing each week just to keep people mindful of what they're doing because people love the encouragement people you know want to praise you help you but you've got to put yourself out there at the same time and without a doubt that is how dear and i have managed to forge this strong relationship like whenever we have a bit of a problem we message each other we help each other out and that's what it's all about it's a support system and that's what the reality of the sports industry is about the sports industry is a people industry and when you start forging these strong meaningful relationships as a result your network will grow and a long-term result and you may not see this now you will see employment opportunities come your way why because you've built that know like and trust with those individuals with regards to creating those meaningful conversations right from the start so look, I really do hope this has been helpful. Let me know what has been the biggest takeaway from this episode and share it to me on Twitter at edbowers one on one. And look, let's make your sports career reality. So keep hustling what you're doing and don't stop. 
Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I always like to finish with an inspirational quote. This quote is from a podcast special guest, Chris Ducker, who I can proudly say is one of my mentors with regards to my sports career development. And he said this, relationships should be treasured, not used. <laughs>